We did grow up in a culture that said, do it now. You never know when your last day will be. Take the risk. You only live once. So where did this come from? Why did my generation latch onto this phrase so much? And I do wonder if this was fighting back a bit against our parents' generation. Hey guys, this is Coach K and you're listening to the Making Changes, Breaking Barriers podcast where we talk about you. This is about you, your mind, and your path. So today we're going to talk about the thing that forever goes on and on and that is time. It's one of my favorite things when I think of a topic to talk about in this podcast to then go and Google that topic, something related to it, you know, a headline that I think would would be about that topic and, and just see what pops up. So when I do that for anything related to now is the right time or when is the right time or anything like that, there's two main things that pop up on Google. Number one is endless blog posts, articles, videos, and whatnot on how now is the right time. If you want to do something in life, if you want a new job, if you want a new relationship, a new routine, more kids, really... I read endless amount of these articles and it was really referring to anything you want. It's, it's saying now is the right time. Go and do it now. Don't wait. Okay. So yeah, there's hundreds of articles on Google when you search quote unquote the right time that have to do with, Hey, now is the right time. The second main focus on Google when, when you do that search is about relationships. For example, articles titled right person, wrong time, or Sometimes you find the right person at the wrong time, or how do you know if you're ready for a relationship? Okay, so these are really the main topics that pop up on Google when you search anything to do with the right time. Now, here's the thing. We're not going to talk about either of those things today. We're not going to talk about how right now is the right time, and we're not going to talk about when is the right time for relationships. So what are we going to talk about? Well, I'll get into that in a minute, but first, real quick, I just want to say, if you're listening to this podcast and haven't yet listened to the episode that was released last week with Grace Pillsbury titled, With Freedom Comes Responsibility, you should go and listen to that next. And the reason that I'm saying that is that episode helped me break not only one, but two downloads records after being released, which I was super, super excited about. On Monday, I broke my single day downloads record with that episode. And then on Tuesday, again, I broke that record from Monday with that episode. Obviously, people are listening to more than just that episode, but, but you know, obviously that episode really helped me break those records. So I feel like I haven't said this, you know, for a few episodes, but thank you to all of you who have been here listening to me from the beginning. And thank you to those of you who are new here and just checking out my content. Welcome. I'm very excited to have you here, whether maybe you heard about me from someone I have interviewed or you just came across me on whatever podcast platform you listen to. I really appreciate you being here and I hope you enjoy this episode and even some of the past episodes I've released. It's really my goal to continue to grow my audience, to inspire as many people as possible to live the life they want to live and to live a life full of meaning and purpose. So thank you. And I hope you keep following along. And last thing before we get into time, I have to just shout out the Kansas Jayhawks. That's why I'm wearing this. We're in March Madness season right now. And it's been so fun watching 
basketball. I feel like I've just been watching endless basketball, college basketball, women's, men's, as well as NBA. So to all the basketball fans out there, I I hope you're having a good time these last few weeks and even the next coming weeks as well. Okay, but let's get back to time and the topic of today's podcast. Like I said, we aren't going to talk about relationships really today, and we're not going to talk about how now is always the right time. So what are we going to talk about? I know we have a handful of different generations who listen to this podcast, but I'm going to speak about my generation for a minute here. I was born in the early 90s, and looking back, there were a few different taglines that we grew up with that honestly, I think shaped some of our behavior in our teens and even into adulthood. So just to name a few, take a chill pill, right? This kind of gave us this relaxed vibe. Let's not ever get too caught up in anything or too stressed about anything. Take a chill pill, right? Another one was FOMO, F-O-M-O, FOMO. This was to do with the sudden influx of social media that we were seeing when I was growing up. And all of a sudden, we're not just hearing about what our friends are doing. We're seeing what our friends are doing all the time, or, or even obviously people that go beyond our friend group, but we're seeing what they're doing all the time. And then we start to develop this fear of missing out, which is what FOMO stands for, if you didn't know. And then there was the iconic one, the phrase that everyone has said at least once, but when I say it, I guarantee you, you will cringe. Okay. And that is drum roll, please. YOLO. The famous four letter acronym that stands for you only live once. This phrase was popularized by Drake, the rapper. If you don't know who that is, hopefully you do, but maybe you don't. And in 2011, he released a bonus track called the motto on his album, take care. And who knows why some things become viral and others don't, but this simple four letter acronym just blew up. Places like Macy's, Walgreens, Walmart were almost immediately printing shirts with YOLO printed on them. People were using it as a hashtag nonstop on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, and endless articles were written about this phrase. Those articles span from everything, you know, to do with the damage it was potentially doing, which I'll get to here in a second, where the phrase came from, why it was so powerful, and so on. It was almost as if YOLO took on a life of its own. Vanity Fair actually published an article on February 5th, 2013, titled A Oral History of YOLO, The Word That Lived Too Long. Like the word even got its own biography in Vanity Fair. So anyways, my point in saying all that was although every generation has its common slang terms, YOLO was really one of a kind and it truly did make a big impact. When I was in college, I'm going to be completely honest, the term was used as a way, almost like as an excuse to do stupid stuff. Like we were going to drink too much tonight and who knows what's going to happen. YOLO, right? Or God, that even just makes me cringe saying that out loud, but it was the truth, right? Or, oh shoot, I didn't study enough for this test because I was having too much fun with friends. YOLO, Like this phrase was truly used in that way and and it's so cringeworthy, but it's the truth. I can say from personal experience that the term was used as an excuse to either not take 
on my responsibilities or as an excuse to do something now that was either dumb stupid or just not very responsible or maybe it just truly wasn't the right time to do it but hey yolo you only live once right i grew up in a culture and don't get me wrong i'm not blaming any one phrase for every or really any for that matter wrongdoings that i've ever done because i'm in control of my actions etc cetera, etc cetera. i won't get into that but we all know that right but we did grow up in a culture that said do it now you never know when your last day will be. Take the risk. You only live once. So where did this come from? Why did my generation latch onto this phrase so much? And I do wonder if this was fighting back a bit against our parents' generation. So baby boomers or people who were born between the years of 1946 and 1964 are known for being highly goal-oriented people. They're known for their work ethic being highly dedicated and highly committed to their futures. And they're also known for being very self-assured and confident. Now, I know these are really big generalizations, but like maybe many of you, if you're around, you know, my age, I grew up in a household where my dad worked for the same company for 25 years. He had a goal to move up the ranks in his company as well as, you know, provide a, a very nice life for his family. And that is exactly what he did. And knowing the little bit that I do know now about the work-life balance that my dad experienced, I didn't know as a kid, but I know now after talking to him and hearing more about it, especially in the later years of his career, I can only imagine the amount of times he didn't want to do something that he needed to do for work. Like, fly back around the world to India for another two weeks to take care of a project or go out for another late night uh, work dinner or even fire someone, right? Not, not a fun day. And I know that he had to do quite a bit of that. How many times before the acronym ever hit our world did my dad or your dad or your mom or you, right? Because I know that we have, you know, many generations listening to this podcast think YOLO. You only live once, but now is not the right time. So I'm going to just pause for a second here on, on that train of thought and attempt to make something really, really clear. I talk a lot on this podcast about, on this podcast as a whole, on the Making Changes, Breaking Barriers podcast, about how we all have the ability to change. We all have the ability to change our lives, change our routines, our circumstances, our careers, our relationships, our bodies, whatever it is that we want to change, we have the ability to do so. And I do believe that if you truly want that change, there is an action you can take today to get you one step closer. But I think an important question we miss sometimes in that equation is, is now the right time? Will I actually waste time in the long run by trying to chase this dream or jump all in right now versus being patient, setting myself up, taking maybe even smaller steps than you could even imagine and down the line, I will create the right time. I will create the right time for myself. Let me give you an example. So I had a client recently who was explaining to me that she had this moment of clarity. She had been listening to a lot of what I was saying about finding your mountaintop, being able to truly understand what it is you're meaning 
and your purpose is. And, you know, she was telling me she got crystal clear on her values, her vision, her priorities, and she wanted to make a pretty big lifestyle change. She wanted to really start to put her health first. She wanted to lose some weight and start taking more time for herself. And she actually wanted to train for an Ironman. This was a goal that she felt was very important to her. And she wanted to start putting the effort into that. All sounds good, right? Like what what could be the issue here, Christina? There is a big part of me that would want to say as her coach, great, I love it, right? You want to put your health first. Let's do it. Let's start training. Let's dive into this. Let's do it right now today. Let's get going. But there are still some questions to ask here that can really uncover some barriers and ultimately save this client a whole lot of time, a heck of a lot of time in the long run. So I I asked her, have you ever had this moment of clarity before? And she said, well, yeah, I've had moments where I wanted to put my health first and I've tried some different diets throughout the years. And I've also tried some different workout plans that I either paid for or just tried on my own throughout, throughout the years. But this, but this time is different coach K and I really am more clear and really want this. So I say, okay, great. Right. You, you've have a lot of enthusiasm about this, which I love and have clearly put a lot of time thinking about this. So let me ask you this. When you tried some of those other diet plans or when you started training for some of those other past races that you've done, when things started to fall apart, why do you think that was? And and she said, well, I think ultimately finding the time became hard with work and kids. And also I realized I had a lot of fear around failure. And, And that ultimately stopped me in my tracks, to be honest. So I say, okay, I can see how that would be really difficult to find the time with everything you have going on. And, and yes, this fear of failure, this is so real. Is this something that you have really reflected on and tried to understand better why you might be feeling that way? Like, have you taken the time since then, since that last time you tried to understand, you know, why am I feeling this and and really start to understand it better? And here, right here, guys, for all of you listening, Right here is where we hit this big red stop sign, okay? The answer to this question, the question that is really pushing someone to dig deeper, to really understand not only their consciousness, but their unconscious brain, these are the roots, okay? These are our controllers. Have you guys ever seen the movie Inside Out? I I always come back to this visual of all the little characters that act as emotions for the for the little girl in the movie but how much time have you really spent with those characters those emotions those thoughts those reactions to truly recognize and understand them enough so that when they arise again which they will especially if you're trying to put yourself through something hard and especially if you have never really spent time trying to understand them in the past when those all those thoughts, emotions, reactions, whatever it is, arise again, who is to say they will not just stop you in your tracks again? Who is to say that history will not just repeat itself again, even if you now have all this clarity and you've done all the things that I say to do, figure out your values, figure out your priorities, you know, figure out your mountaintop, all of that. Okay. So this brings me back all the way to why I'm talking about this today. Sometimes, Now is not the right time. 
And that is not because I don't want you to chase your dreams. It isn't because you shouldn't fully believe in yourself, believe in your abilities and believe in your resilience because you should. And I'll say that over and over again. I want you to write that in big letters on your mirror in your bathroom so that you see it every day when you wake up. Like I always want you to believe in your abilities and I always want you to believe in your resilience and in yourself. But sometimes now is not the right time. And this isn't because we shouldn't understand our mortality and understand that yes we do only live once right there's truth to the phrase yolo we do only live once that is the reality we only have one life but sometimes now is not the right time because there are bigger things at play there are bigger problems there are bigger emotions there's trauma there's the environment that we live in there's the body that we carry around and sometimes these things need to be put first before anything else Okay, if we don't love ourselves, how can we be in a healthy relationship and expect the other person to love us unconditionally? Maybe now is not the right time for a relationship with someone else, but now is the time to learn how to love ourselves. If we're carrying around a lot of weight, like like literally we're carrying around a lot of extra LBs, then how can we push our bodies to the extremes without getting injured? Maybe now is not the right time to train for a marathon, but now is the right time to focus on your nutrition, changing eating habits, and starting a slow but steady workout routine that focuses on movement patterns and muscle engagement. If we're dealing with some sort of emotional trauma and we have not yet learned the skills to deal with it, we haven't seen a therapist, for example, then maybe now is not the right time to do almost anything else because that will always creep back in. It will creep into our daily habits, our career, our relationship. Let's learn those skills first and foremost and then go and do all those other things. So it's not that the right time won't come for everything and anything you want to do, And everything and anything you want to accomplish in your life, it will. It will come if we create the life, if we create the trajectory and create the environment for those things to happen. But sometimes, just to be completely brutally honest, there are a million steps that need to be taken first. And sometimes those steps seem almost unrelated to each other. But in reality, they're not. They are very well connected. When I work with a client in the fitness space, as much research as there is out there nowadays about sleep, it isn't super obvious to people that they actually need to make a change in their sleep patterns and start getting more sleep than, for example, five hours a night in order to really be able to see much improvement when it comes to their training. Now may not be the right time to ramp up any training for this person, but now may be the right time to change some habits to get into a better sleep routine and get more sleep at night. I think realizing that now is not always the right time for everything also really allows us to practice more self-compassion. Some of you may see what I'm about to say as an excuse, and, and that's okay, but I had this realization the other day that even being in the health field, And being a coach for as long as I've been, I have been internally fighting, and you may laugh at this, that's okay. I have been internally fighting the idea that I should be incorporating vegetables into basically every meal that I eat. This doesn't mean that I wasn't ever eating vegetables, don't get me wrong, but 
I for sure wasn't eating them in every meal or eating the recommended daily amount of fruits and veggies that I, you know, that I should be. And to be honest, I didn't really care. I didn't really care. I did not have the will to put in that effort. And for a while, and when I say a while, I mean like years, I kind of felt bad about it, you know? So I didn't care, but I also kind of felt bad about it, which, which seems silly, but being in the health profession, I would tell my clients to do this all the time, right? Like, hey, eat your recommended amount of fruits and veggies every, every day. And I wasn't doing it, right? And, and that always feels a little off. And this is where, you know, I think the even more cheesy part comes in, but it wasn't long ago where something just kind of clicked in me. I've done some more reading lately on longevity and the things that we can do for our bodies and minds to help us live the most healthy, long life as we can. So maybe this struck a chord, but something clicked and the voices inside my head said, I'm ready, right? I'm ready to make this a priority. And I just have ever since. I'm not kidding. My daily vegetable intake has probably tripled since then. But instead of beating myself up about the past, about all the years that I wasn't eating enough vegetables, I've told myself, maybe it just wasn't the right time. Maybe I wasn't ready. And I know that sounds silly, but seriously, maybe there was so many other things going on in my head. And to just to be completely honest, full disclosure, I actually had some pretty big learning moments regarding a past trauma of mine over the past year or so. So maybe working through some of that and learning some new skills to deal with that and the emotions and the reactions and all of that that comes with that actually put my mind at ease enough to open myself up to being able to challenge myself in new ways because that didn't feel as much of a burden or as much of a constant challenge as it had for the past 10 years. Okay. And because of that, now is the right time to incorporate more veggies. I was actually on a walk with Cora the other day and we were talking about this concept of time and how sometimes it really feels like time is going to run out. Like we don't have enough of it and we need to do everything now. This is where this phrase YOLO comes in, right? You only live once. So we need to do it all and we need to do it now. But what about actually being present today not worrying about the inevitable and being the best version of myself today, the best that I know how to be, right? Because what happens when I try and be the best version of myself today in a way that I'm not ready for, in a way that I maybe, you know, wouldn't be ready for for years because to be that version of myself is going to require years of work. I think this is always going to leave us discontent and dissatisfied with our lives as is. And this leads to a lot of these rash decisions that we use YOLO as an excuse for because we feel like there's no other way, no other way to contentment. But instead, let's be the best versions of our current self today and watch as that allows you to grow and actually take control of your life, your present moment, your actions, and your now. So that's what I have for you guys today. Hopefully this struck a chord for you guys because I know that it totally did for me. If you ever have any thoughts or follow-up questions or follow-up reflections on these topics and, and want to share them with me, I would love to hear from you guys. So always feel free to reach out to me on any of my social media pages. I'm, I'm pretty easy to find on there at Change with Coach K. But like always, I'm going to leave you with this. Changing your path will not be easy. It will be challenging. I will say that over and over again, but it will be worth it. So do a self-check today. Are you on your path up your mountain? And if not, 
What path are you on? Hey!